Um, we're going to do something that we rarely, very rarely do on this show, and that is discuss Donald Trump. There's a certain topics that um, it's really hard to have a conversation around. And Donald Trump has been one of them. People are very passionate about Donald Trump, and it, it, it just it, it gets very reactionary very quickly. But there's been a development this week that's fascinating to me. Um, you, I'm sure you remember all the um, the top secret and classified documents that were seized from Donald Trump's residence at Mar-a-Lago. Remember that, right? They raided Mar-a-Lago and they seized the documents and, and all the rest. Now, the Justice Department has been considering whether or not they need to lay charges against Trump in connection with those documents. It is against the law to have classified documents stored like there, there's rules around them um now i bet that's not going to happen now I, I i'd be shocked if it did not because what he did wasn't illegal or anything like that but because earlier this week it was revealed that classified documents had also been found at two locations connected to current president joe biden including at his office in washington all kinds of people will jump in and point out that these are very different cases they are they are in many many different ways but all of those things fall to the wayside when we're talking about politics in the United States. Everything is tribalistically political. And so is this. And I think it, it completely spins this whole situation on its head. Let's find out if our guest agrees. Dr. Robert Spiel, an associate professor of political science at Penn State University and an adjunct professor of politics and public administration, Toronto Metropolitan University. Um, Dr. Spiel, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you being here today. Oh, thank you for having me. So the two cases, and, and let's just establish, they're different. Factually, they're different in a number of ways for sure. Does that matter at all politically and in the court of public opinion, do you think? I think we're going to have Republicans and Democrats trying to spin a different uh, uh, approach to this. And I, I think your analysis was right. I mean, the, the Republicans will be focusing on the fact that Biden also kept, uh, yeah. illegally kept presidential records at his office and home and make it sound like Trump and Biden did the same thing, uh, whereas Democrats are pushing the fact that there's also the issue of obstruction of an investigation uh, involved with the Trump papers, which might make the cases different. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And I think, you know, everything that happens uh, in politics these days is immediately immediately sent into two extremely different worlds. And we've already seen it happen, for goodness sake. I mean, it happens immediately. So uh, when you're talking about Donald Trump, how does this benefit him? And I'm sure his lawyers are very, very pleased with what's gone on this week. What's the advantage that he gets from this? Yeah, as you just said, I think this, I mean, a prosecution of Trump for violating the Presidential Records Act, which is the law saying that, you know, uh, ex-presidents and vice-presidents, uh, that, that, that their records belong to the public and not to them. I mean, a prosecution of Trump for violating that law now seems almost impossible. Now that the current president, it's clearly did the same thing uh, from when he was vice-president. Uh, but, you know, the, the special counsel appointed to investigate him has been looking into the obstruction issue, which is a little different in the fact mm -hmm. that he was trying to hide that, hide the fact that he had these records and would not turn them over. And we don't have evidence of that with Biden yet. So, for, for you know, yeah, as you said, as for now, the discovery this week that Biden also kept records from his time as vice president makes it almost impossible to prosecute Trump for the Presidential Records Act, but he still may be in legal trouble because of the obstruction part. 
Uh, you're right. Absolutely. I mean, legally, if you're if you're if you're in the Justice Department and you're doing the investigation, and you you're, you're right. I mean, he could still be charged in both of these areas, um, the obstruction and and the violation of the of the act and, and the way these documents need to be handled. Do you think he will be? If you're in the Justice Department, I mean, the political calculation has been overriding this right from the very beginning, and what it would mean if you do go ahead with criminal prosecution. Doesn't this make this even more improbable, if not impossible? It's hard to know because you know the special counsel is also investigating Trump's role in in uh, the December excuse me the January sixth twenty twenty one you know the, the the ride at the Capitol and the attempt to overthrow uh, the election results from November twenty twenty and so the special counsel has to kind of weigh you know which of these cases if either are, are something in which you could prove beyond a reasonable doubt in an American court and and so I think that, I think even though the investigations are separate they're being run by the same person in the United States and I think to some extent whether he prosecutes for one is also going to depend on whether he prosecutes for the other. If, for instance, there are prosecutions related to the uh, what happened in January 2021 in the United States, the, the idea, the whole subject of the files at, at Mar-a-Lago that Trump was keeping may get less media attention, may get less uh, attention from prosecutors, and perhaps you can end up with just, you know, a couple of staff members or lawyers who are prosecuted for obstruction rather than the former president himself. Right, exactly. And that, that, that's sort of what Biden has been saying about the situation he's in. He says, I, I didn't know there were any documents there. I don't know who took them there and why they yeah. would have. So he's trying to put a layer of um, unaccountability, I guess, and they're saying, I didn't even know they were there. Right, yeah, exactly. And, and, and you know, some laws, you know, the emphasis on the fact that some of these files were classified uh, under the Espionage Act, which makes it illegal to remove classified yeah. files, you actually have to show willful intent. And so far, obviously, there's no willful intent involving Biden. There was no proof that he knew what he was doing or he did it intentionally, at least yet. Yeah. Uh, with with Trump, you know, the fact that the hot files were intentionally hidden and then moved around in Mar-a-Lago, mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's bigger problems with that. Uh, but when they, when they want, if a prosecutor wants to show willful intent, they're probably more likely to go after the staff members or lawyers who knew exactly what they were doing than perhaps the former president who, you know, may have some deniability and say, I didn't know what they were doing with all this stuff. In terms of the damage this could do to Biden. The question I want to ask is, do we reach a point of saturation? I mean, I think Democrats have reflexively rallied to say, hey, it's not the same thing and, and defend Joe Biden. And on the other side of the aisle, can he be demonized anymore? I mean, he's being painted as... Does this does this change the perception of Joe Biden in the American voting population, or is that already cemented? I- I don't know that this particular incident would. I, I think, you know, for, for a general public who may not, who may or may not be paying close attention to what's involved here, I mean, I think that a lot of Americans are just going to get the attitude that all the former presidents and vice yeah. presidents yeah. do it. This is just something everyone does, which of course helps Trump uh, and makes, you know, makes him less demonized for this one particular uh, type of uh, potential crime of having the presidential records. With Biden, I mean, the, the American public already has this impression, which was in, intentionally perpetuated by uh, Trump during his 2020 presidential campaign, that Biden is a little older and maybe isn't paying close attention to various things, and that, that might just reinforce that image. Right, uh, exactly. Yeah, but I, I think overall it, it's, it's, it's the type of issue which this is probably, as you've already said, going to help Trump uh, get away with, with the whole presidential records issue, uh, but I think in the long term, it, it probably the fact that either president had presidential records may be something that doesn't last in the public's attention very long, but we'll see. It depends what else they find out. Yeah.
It, it's fascinating. And like you say, the story is probably far from over. And, um, you know, in terms of the drips and drabs that happened with Donald Trump, where there was just more and more and more, um, is there any indication that Biden's not going to try and go through that and try and get everything handled as quickly as possible and go through everything and make, if there is any more, get it out? <laughs> he seems to be doing that. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, they searched it you know, today, and I don't, I don't know if you've heard the reports about this. Today, some of the new evidence, or some of the new presidential records, man, were actually at his home uh, in Delaware. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, somewhere, at, I guess, in a storage area in his garage. And I think the claim that I heard, I've heard today, and this is all just happening, you know, as we're talking in, in the news, uh, I think the claim I heard today is that, you know, his lawyers and other people have searched various places where Biden has lived or worked, and this is all they found so far. So if you know if this is the end of it, it's not it's not good for Biden, obviously, but it, it may not be a long term story the way perhaps some of the Republicans would like it to be. But there may you know maybe there maybe there is more out there we don't know yet. Right, exactly. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be fascinating to watch. Everything is, uh, Doctor Spiel. Thank you so much with your time. I really appreciate you being here. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think French fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.